Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are, whatever time it is, welcome to Teacher Tired. So today I want to talk about comparison, and I am extremely passionate about this topic. I love listening to other people's opinions on it. Um, I love reading Instagram captions about it. I just love talking about comparison, and I feel like we aren't really talking about it from a teacher's perspective. So I wanted to dive in from a teacher's perspective, the comparison that we fall into, and I guess how we can kind of get out of it, so to speak. So 79% of the U.S. population has at least one social media platform. And I want you to think, do you have a social media platform? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you do, (laughs) because this podcast is essentially on some sort of social media platform or listening device in which you probably have another one. And when it comes to comparison, we're all guilty, myself included. If we are all guilty of going down that rabbit hole of comparison, looking at someone else's classroom, looking at a new car, looking at a new house and thinking, how can they afford that? How can they afford that vacation? When did they go on that vacation? How did they get the time off? We're teachers. We know what we get paid. We know the time off that we get. There's no way. What are they doing on the side? How did they do it? Did they get their loans paid off? How is that possible? Will I ever get there? And we see the amazing lessons and the beautiful classrooms and what I like to call the Pinterest perfect teacher almost all of the time right? We see just in that constant scroll of the the beautiful classrooms and the perfectly matching bins to the perfectly matching library to the perfectly matching desks and chairs, and you know what I'm talking about. Nothing against those teachers. But I can remember just a few months ago, I was watching a teacher do a simple morning routine warm up with the with a first grade classroom. She had them in a circle and she did a number count and every time they got to a specific number they had to sit. The kids were perfectly attentive, they were listening. It was almost as if they knew they were being filmed and to behave. Now I don't know if that's the case, but what went through my head is no way my students could handle this. She must have it all together. She must have perfectly good control of her class to be able to do that activity. Well, I decided to try it. I was like, hmm, I wonder if my kids could handle it without, you know, like maybe I was just being negative. I'm going to try it. So I tried it. I put my kids in a circle. I explained to them what I was doing and what their expectations were, and we did it. And guess what? My students could handle it. Like, what? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. My first, like, instinct was to be like, oh, my God, this is going to be a mess. I don't want to do this. I don't ever want to try this. Um, But they loved it. They had fun, and they handled it. I was completely wrong. The comparison that I saw in that teacher is that she had been teaching for years. Her room was perfectly decorated. Her games were perfectly organized. Her labels were perfect. And... What I didn't see is that she had been teaching for years. She had been decorating that room for years. She had been organizing those games and making those labels for years. 
and I am in my first year. (laughs) Our stages in our careers are wildly different, and I was comparing us as if we were the same. Her life, her personal life, may have a huge impact as to like her classroom management and her abilities and how tired she is and how much she's actually able to put into teaching, right? Maybe she spends more than 40 hours a week in that classroom organizing and making it look beautiful. That's not something I'm willing to do, right? Those teachers we're comparing ourselves to also have bad days, friends. Days that they don't want to go to work. Days that they sit at their desk during prep and cry. Days where they feel useless, hopeless, drained, just like us. The fact is that they are human too. But it's their right on whether or not they share it. Okay? It's their right on if they want to share those things. Maybe those people don't want to share the negative. That's fine. That's up to them. But remember, when you're looking through that highlight reel of social media on other teachers, that they are human too. They have bad days just like we do. They're not perfect. So stop comparing yourselves to them. Okay? It may not be their goal to share those moments on social media. Or whichever, you know, outlet that we're looking or listening to them on. We only see half of their story. The only things that you hear or see are the things that they are choosing that you hear and see. There's a whole other side to the story, their struggle, the time that they put in, each and every person that's there to help them that you may not have or every teacher that guides them in the right direction that you may not have, or maybe it's a perfect set of students, right? Like maybe maybe it's their perfect year. They have the perfect set of students, and you're in your worst year. Again, there's a whole other side of it that you don't know. But it's their right and their choice to decide what to and what to not share, right? Sorry if you can hear that airplane above my apartment right now. (laughs) It's their right and their decision on what they show you. Okay, so think about that when you're scrolling through and you're comparing yourself to this Pinterest perfect teacher. I I call it a Pinterest perfect teacher, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The ones that make it look like they have it all together, right? That's okay. It's their decision to share what they want to share. And to be honest, I love those teachers. I love looking at their stuff and and using their ideas and taking all of their information and using it in my classroom. To be honest, I don't know if I would teach without it, without YouTube and blogs and TPT and all of the teachers on Instagram. Like, they help me so much. But I take it with a grain of salt. I don't use it as a comparison because how dare I compare someone when I have no idea what they're going through? right? I have no idea if they're having like a horrible year and all I see is the good stuff. I have no idea. I'm not going to compare myself to that. I may use their tips and tricks, okay? So here's something I think that you can do if you find yourself comparing yourself to other teachers, the Pinterest perfect teacher. Speak and live your truths, Now, that doesn't mean go on social media and share all the truths behind teaching or the negatives to your job. 
What I mean is truly understand what kind of teacher you are and what you enjoy and what you want to see from yourself and your students by the end of the year. Think about the things that you struggle with and how you want to work on it and how will it benefit your students, right? The only person you should be comparing yourself to is you. Another piece of advice that someone gave me along my journey of becoming a teacher is that to remind myself that those doors close. This person said, remember, those doors always close. When your administration is gone, no one else is in your room, no one's observing you, it's you and your students only. You take your skills and your opportunities of growth and you run with them. You're in charge of what your students do, you're in charge of your students' growth, and you're in charge of your teacher growth. You know your students best, and you know yourself best. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. And I like to call it your yesterday self, right? The quote that I always think about is, what can you do today to better who you were yesterday? Take who you were in the past, dive into it, what do you want to work on, and work on it for your tomorrow. Don't use the Pinterest perfect teacher and try to work on something that they've already mastered, that they've possibly been working on for 5, 15 years. <laughs> Focus on you. What do you want to work on? What's going to make your students successful? What's going to make you successful in the classroom? What's going to make your tomorrow a better tomorrow? Okay? Again, this isn't to say that you shouldn't use their ideas. I think that these Pinterest Perfect teachers are amazing and they make our teaching like fantastic. They have amazing, amazing ideas. They have awesome skill sets, but it's their choice to show us the good stuff, okay? And use their good stuff. Just don't compare yourself to them. You are not them. You are literally an entirely different person and you literally have an entirely different set of students and sometimes an entirely different age group. Okay, remember who you are, the teacher that you want to be, and remember who your students are. Remember who's in charge, and I'm going to say it again, think about what you can do today to better who you were yesterday. The only person you should be comparing yourself to in this world, in this career, is yourself. How can you take the old you, and make it a better you, okay? Now, this is super important. I'm not just saying this to, to think about right now. Teaching is going to be a career in which we are constantly growing. We're constantly looking for new professional development. We're constantly looking for new skill sets or, you know, anything to grow on. And I would recommend thinking about this all of the time. All of the time. How can you better who you were as a teacher to become a better teacher? And stop comparing yourself to the picture-perfect teacher. They don't exist. It's just their choice on what they want to share with you. Remember that next time you're scrolling through Instagram, looking at the perfect teacher and thinking, what am I doing wrong? Girl, you are doing nothing wrong. You may be struggling, but we all are. <laughs> and it is okay 
it's okay to struggle and want to grow. What's not okay is you sit there and compare yourself and don't do anything about it. That's not okay. You're going to hit burnout real quick if that's what you think's okay. Don't compare yourself to anyone else, no one in your school, no one else, and remember that those doors close. Remember that when everyone's gone, it's you and your students. That's it. Okay? There's no reason to compare yourself to anyone but you. So that is my little insight on comparison. It is definitely a huge, huge, huge concept in our society. It's natural for us as humans to want to compare ourselves, and I get it. But I would say even for teachers, it's more natural because we have this constant sense of we're not doing enough, we are not good enough, and we have this huge responsibility, and it can get to us very fast. So that is my two cents on what we can do and how we can not compare ourselves and what we can really work on. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know in a review. Let me know if you liked it, what you did, did not like it. Um, Just hit those couple of stars. It really does help the podcast get out there. It's not like a normal social media platform where I just keep posting and people keep seeing. It is truly about what you guys like. So please give me a quick review. That's all I ask. Two seconds is all it takes. Um, And let us know what you think.